Hello and welcome to the Let's Talk Azure podcast with your hosts Sam Foote and Anne Armstrong. If you're new here, we're a pair of Azure and Microsoft 365 focused IT security professionals. It's episode 22 of season four. Sam and I had a recent discussion around Microsoft accreditations and how they've recently changed. Here are a few things we covered. What are Microsoft accreditations? What has changed recently around the exams for certifications? Uh, what is the new Applied Skills Accreditation? Uh, and where do you start on your journey uh, to becoming certified in Microsoft? We've noticed a large number of you aren't subscribed. If you do enjoy the podcast, please do consider subscribing. It would mean a lot for us for you to show the support to the show. It's a really great episode, so let's dive in. Hey, Alan, how are you doing this week? Hey, Sam, not doing too bad. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. It's nearly, Ignite is nearly upon us. Very exciting times. Have you got everything booked and, and ready to go? Yeah, all travel is, is booked um, and all activities of the week are all planned. So ready to go. Just last last day of work today in, in, the, in the UK at least and then over to Seattle. So yeah, looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of, lot of exciting stuff coming, I think. Nice. Yeah, it does seem to be a really good um, buzz around Ignite um, this year. Seems like there's a, there's a lot on the agenda um, from the the tracks and everything that's there. Yeah, it seems it seems like a it feels like a bigger event t- to me. Yeah, well, I've definitely found out. You know, yeah, it's the new new location in Seattle as well. It's a the um, new Summit Conference Center building, so it's definitely the next upgrade on size. So let's see, see how it is. Nice. So Alan, this week, um, Microsoft accreditations. Yeah. So we, uh, from what I remember or looking back at our previous, um, episodes, I think we never did sort of one, maybe two episodes on accreditations. And I think it's quite in the early days and there's some been some new, new stuff coming out. So I thought it's worth doing a quick update before ignite. Um, and yeah, just get it's just uh, not necessarily technology based, but yeah, it's more about you know your um your journey, uh, you know, being certified uh, in Microsoft you know, technology. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, should we should we sort of um, start from the beginning? Uh, could you just you know give us an overview of what Microsoft accreditations are and what's sort of available there? Yeah, sure. So um, you have um. You have certifications, um, so you can take exams and become certified in a in a role typed um, sort of role area. So this could be security operations. It could be um, an Azure administrator, uh, Azure solutions architect. So um, probably, oh god, it's been well now like four, five years ago, maybe six now. Uh, Microsoft changed the their certifications into role-based so rather being around you know a specific technology um directly a technology like um like windows server or or windows tech windows 7 windows 8 then i think it probably was um it's now based on a role so like modern management you know administration um security operations identity and access management that kind of thing so um, 
you can take um, one or sometimes um, it might be two exams um, and then you can be accredited um, with a, a certification that then you have to renew every year, um, which we can go through that sort of process later. Um, so that's been the main focus of it. Um, but recently there has been a new one come out called Applied Skills. Um, and uh, we'll talk about that later, but that seems to be uh, more hands-on. Um, maybe somewhere where you might start with uh, becoming certified. Um, and some of the other parts are, which are more around, I guess, the learning part, um, is that you can do modules on Microsoft Learn. So learn.microsoft.com. Um, and you can start uh, doing modules and, and there's some like um, uh, quizzes at end of modules and things like that to then you know, as it sounds, quiz you on the, the information you've just been sort of taught. Um, so there's some small modules there. There's loads of modules, and I can't remember how many there are, um, on the various areas. So you can start learning those small small sections um, there, which can then help towards a um, applied skill or um, a certification. So are these, um, these sort of uh, roles, um, are they sort of path-based is it just you know are there different levels of of certs and, and do you sort of go on a journey dependent on your job role how, do, how is it sort of structured yeah so um within the the certifications like you said there are um different levels there's um foundational intermediate and advanced or um no change it now they actually it's um like foundational uh intermediate and then sort of expert level. Uh, they kind of base it on the badges being um, one star, two star, three star. To kind of show sort of high level, you know, what sort of skills are required, I guess. Um, and with those ones, uh, there are paths within sort of different areas. So within security, um, you know, the, the, the um, exams... Um, kind of start off with um, SC for um, sort of security and compliance and identity. It's kind of the SCI sort of area. Um, but SC 900, what's the other ones? 200, 300, 400, and the SC 100. And that's that. That's the sort of three, um, three levels there. So um, when taking exams or looking to take exams, um, you can start with you know, the foundational ones get the sort of base base information in um, and then move up to one of the more advanced ones, um, maybe more um, specific in an area that you're interested in. So the SC900, for example, is a sort of general security um, compliance and identity certification at a high level. Um, and then you can move into maybe one of those three areas like identity, security operations, um, and then the, the IAM one. Um, and then once you've got one of one of those, all three of them, um, you can then look to do the SC100, which is the uh, cybersecurity architect, which then is a higher level. Um, it's an expert sort of tier, and it's kind of going into, you know, how do you solutionize the Microsoft security products into, you know, into an organization? Um, so that's kind of the three tiers for like security. Um, there's, um, you've got Azure, you've got Microsoft 365, you've got Dynamics, Power Platform, Areas, AI. Um, there's been a load of new AI ones come out now. Um, 
as that technology is um worse in the era of ai now um so so yeah there's definitely um a path there um and you don't necessarily have to stick to one path you can dabble i guess in in various areas like i have um but yeah And do you, do you find, Alan, that those those roles um, sort of align really well to the industry? You know, if if you are in, if you're looking to move into one of those actual job roles, you know, do, do you find that they're that the exams that are there and the certs that are there really well align and sort of reinforce um, what you're doing day to day? Yeah, I mean, I can only talk like specifically for security i guess um but yeah the roles within those with those within those certifications and training you know it is kind of the day-to-day activities you would be doing in those technologies if you're running them um from microsoft's perspective um i guess the kind of same thing with azure um because i've got quite you know, a couple of the azure ones you know there are things like you know data uh data administrator things like that so it's looking at sql um, and that, and you know, SQL and Azure. Um, I've not really looked at directly into the AI ones just yet, um, and what they sort of cover. Um, but yeah, I just kind of feel like they are, or quite a lot of them at least, are you know roles that you know um, s- people will be, or you know, people that are looking to go into those professions will um, sort of li- align to. Yeah. No. And and. Do you, do you find with your experience that you know certs and are the way to go um, in terms of sort of um, recognition? You know, have have they helped you to sort of you know secure job roles and you know um, sort of give you giving you sort of an advantage um, in, in that area? Uh, I think from a um, yeah, I think they have. Um, I don't think not having them is a bad thing either because it doesn't mean that you don't know you don't have the skills to you know to use this technology and you know you don't you're not the same um you're not the same you have the same skills as someone who does have them it might be that you know you might not be very you know know, academically you might not like to take exams the pressure the things like that and that's that's one of those things um you know it's not a you don't necessarily have to have them it does help um, and some, you know, some organisations do ask for you know, those some of those certifications, um, especially in you know the Microsoft partner world um, and consultancy to prove you know to to prove your um, your skills in that way to their customers kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it definitely has helped put something on my CV to say you know I've you know I've got these certifications. I mean I've got a few so. Um, but yeah, I think it has, um, I think it's worth getting definitely a couple of, if you're looking to go into Microsoft technology, um, as a skill, you know, as a product or, or, um, you know, company that you're going to you know, skill in, then it's definitely worth getting the, the, you know, at least the start off ones and maybe some of the intermediates and then work out where you want to specialize, I guess. And then move into those areas. Um, like I said, you can chop and change. Not the it's not um, you're not bound by it. Quite a lot of, quite a few of them do have some crossover. You know, Microsoft Entra is pretty much in all of them. 
around you know access to various things so um so yeah i think it def- definitely does help okay so yeah um can you just dive in and talk about you know what are um certifications and you know how the exams have recently changed yeah so we i guess we kind of talked about the the, the certifications um just now but um we can definitely talk about the exam so um previously um apart from about maybe a couple of months ago um you had to take the exams in a in a exam center or at home um where you had you did proctor exams and the proctor exam was where you set up a desk or set up a room and close the door um make sure that it was clean and you know, clean and tidy um and then you take photos of your environment and microsoft would or the proctor would you know validate that um and they'd ask you to confirm that you know your screens are off there's nothing recording things like that um and then you'd be watched in effect via the your camera on your um laptop or pc um just to prove that you're not looking away or looking at other things and they would detect noise like people coming into the room and things like that and then the the exam would be you know um uh exited and that would be it kind of thing um but um, so you'd have to do the exam. There'd be um, different sort of sections in the exam. There'd be like a case, a couple of case studies, gem, you know, some question and you know, uh, multi-choice questions, and then sort of a what I call like a um, like a fast round, I guess. And you'd give, be given one you know one scenario, and you'd be asked um, in like four or five different questions what you know would this result would this um, resolve the you know, answer the question. In effect would this resolve the issue or and things like that and you can only answer that question or that that option once and go next and that would be it you couldn't go back so you had and they'd ask you the same question but with a different solution so then it gets you thinking about did i choose the right one last i don't know because i can't go back um so that that was kind of it and you just in effect had to you know have your knowledge and not necessarily hope for the best because you hopefully you would have like you know cramped not crammed but you know had some sessions to try and you know collect all that data and be prepared for it um but recently uh, microsoft announced that you can now um use uh in, you can now open up um microsoft learn so in within the secure um exam it now allows you to have um the microsoft learn page up so now you can use that to kind of help you with some of your your questions and i think this is because um some of those some of the questions um generally you know are very uh, specific about what they're asking you um and it may not be something that you do day to day it might be the thing you do the first time you set up something and then you never touch it again you know and it's it's something that you'd probably in all fairness you know go and google to go and find it out on the learn, you know, the the, the Microsoft Docs pages. Um, so I think they're kind of bringing that in to get you there to allow you to have assistance on um, finding that like very specific detail. Um, but within the exam, you still need to know how the solutions work and how they, you know, in in you know, communicate with other services and things like that. So you still have to have knowledge of how they, you know, how they work and day to day use of them. So it's I think it's just a combination to help um, help people with those exams. 
that seems a lot more realistic, right? Um, you know, and um, I, I haven't, I, I haven't taken an exam, open book, but I've heard that it it is advantageous to is from the feedback that I've heard from others, it's advantageous to have learn, but you also need to be able to navigate through learn and understand the concepts as well. Right. You know, it, Mm. it doesn't negate the need for preparation. Um, and it's, it's helpful to unblock, like you say, in these one-off scenarios, like in the real world where you would just, um, you know, uh, search for an answer, right? Because you might not do it day to day, even though you, you know, you know a product inside out, right? Like a certain command or, you know, some nuance of a service, right? Um, so it feels like to me, it's just, it, it feels like it's going to take a level of pressure away because you're not going to have to like brain cram everything in and, you know, and miss out because you forgot something. Um but you're still going to need that core learning anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it's, I think even with, you know, some of the exams I've done, you know, there's, they say, you know, what's, um, what's the PowerShell command to, you know, specifically to do this. And they give you three options, you know, four options. They all look like they could work, you know, the, the terminology yeah. of them. And you're like, uh, I don't use this every day. You know, I did this when I first set it up and now I never need to use it again, you know, and if I need it again, I'd have to go, you know, I would have to go and find it. So things like that would be very helpful. You need to know the area that you, you know, you need to go and search for. Like you said, you need to be able to navigate where you need to go to find it. Um, So you still need, you know, like you say, you still need, you know, the, the knowledge around the products and things like that. And I think it only, you can't navigate away from it, from learn. There's nowhere else you can go, so you can't even you, know, you can't go off to Google to do the search to find your learn page or anything like that. It is literally the learn page, and you've got to navigate it. From what I've told, been told anyway, or seen kind of thing. I've not actually done an exam with the open book yet. Okay, so um, wh- where do you go to get started um, with you know getting recognised uh, for your Microsoft skills? Yeah, so as we've kind of been talking, you know, we go to learn.microsoft.com um, and you can create a portal, uh, create a, an account on there and create your profile. And then from there, um, it did. It has all kind of moved. It used to be in a different portal, um, but it's now all moved into the same one now. But um, from there, you then can uh, go and find the exams or the, cert- the certificate certifications that you need. Um that you want to do and then it'll tell you what exams you need to take and then from there it will tell you what modules it recommends you do um to start building that knowledge and that's probably where you'd you would you know kind of start start doing those modules um and then trying to see if you can test out some of it where you can um because that whilst the the knowledge on microsoft learn is is great um without putting it into practice you won't kind of see how you know how you use it in the real world kind of thing you know the the learn modules are giving you you know some great detail but it's um specific scenarios and things like that so um you do need a bit more than just that to sort of pass the exams well i i believe anyway um 
but yeah, that's where you kind of start with it. Once you're ready, you can then um, sign up to to do the exam, um, and you you pay for that. It's not free. Um, you might be able to get some um, discounts um, through EA agreements and and things like that. Or uh, Microsoft sometimes have um, what they called skill skill challenges. Yeah, skill challenges when big events are happening. So it's probably going to be one for Ignite. I expect somewhere. Um, and then they, they also give you some training as well whilst you're doing that. Sometimes there has been some um, sort of webinars and things like that that you can use um, to sort of help gain some other um, information around you know, the exams and stuff. So, yeah, you go there and then you you know, sign up for your exam, um, schedule it, take it, and then you find out instantly whether you've passed or failed. Um and then you can retake a couple of times, I think it is. And then you have to wait a bit longer if you've if you've failed it a couple of more times than that. But um I think it's seventy it's uh, I can't remember the points. It's like seven hundred points out of nine hundred, I think it is, that you have to pass. Um so it's quite a high pass rate. Um but the exams aren't too too scary to be fair as long as you, you know as long as you have that general knowledge um it's pretty uh reasonable i think it's fair yeah i suppose you've got to approach each one at the level that it's at right you know um right. the the fundamentals are obviously going to lay that you know solid foundation and as you ratchet up you know you've got to expect that you're going to need varying levels of you know preparation and you know, knowledge as well, right? You know, and I think that's where what's great about it is, is if you are in a job role and you want to get certified, you know, aligned with that job role, you're going to take a lot of your day-to-day, you know, knowledge and you're going to know a lot more than you think you do going into that, you know, um, into that exam. Because uh, I think for me personally, whenever I'm, I'm having to you know, um, sit an exam or prepare for something. If I've ever got any base knowledge in an area, um, it's it's a lot easier. Like um, I recently did a, a blue team um, certification and that had a lot of, um, you know, that had a lot of parts about uh, Wireshark in it and um, other, other tools. There was some scripting and, and bits and bobs like that. And a lot of the um, the the threats that you were hunting, you, you needed to use um, like um, specific log formats and things like that. And even though I, you know, I I was learning something new, like you know, um, uh, threat hunting, you know, um, interrogating, you know, c- uh, raw seam logs to to find answers to questions. Um, but with some, you know, some base understanding of the data that's flowing in and the systems that are being monitored and, you know, like, oh, we're looking at a web server. So I, I used to, I come from a programming background. So looking at web server logs, you know, made a lot of sense to me. Right. Um, so even though I didn't know everything, I still had to prepare for that exam because there were lots of things that I didn't know. Um, but when you do have some of that professional knowledge, even if it's not a complete coverage of it, you're going to give yourself a really, a big leg up now you may not be in that role at the moment you may be preparing for it right and i think that's where your guidance of 
building out development environments, having a go, testing it. I know that can sometimes be cost prohibitive, you know, if you don't have a MSDN subscription that's giving you credit or, you know, it's a particularly expensive area that you're focusing on. Um, but at least trying it out in the real world whilst you're going through that, um, you know, that, that guidance even if you're paying from it from another provider, like you're using like a plural site or, you know, some other course that you've, um, you've acquired, you, you know, f for me personally, and everybody's different. I know loads of people that can just read books and just like absorb them. Right. I can't do that. I have to, I'm very practical, um, in that way. So that, that would also be my sort of guidance of it is actually work through the motions and get comfortable with it if you can. Yeah, definitely. And that's that's probably a good point, actually, you know, that um, different um, different people have different ways of learning. You know, some people might be able to consume a book, like you said, that's been you know created by, you know, there are some um, deep dive books out there that have been you know created by MVPs and Microsoft to help or, you know, people not necessarily pass the exams, but um, help understand the technologies in different areas. Um, and yeah, some, some, some people might need to go onto a course to, to do it, you know, make, to be able to get that hands-on interaction and to get, you know, one, not want to say one-to-one learning, but, you know, one-to-many class learning. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And I, I would just... say there's an, there's an industry, sorry, Alan, there's an industry around Microsoft certs, right? They've been around yeah. for such a long time, um, you know, um, that, there are training providers that have every level of support that you could possibly need, right? Um, you know, from in class to online, on demand, you know, with all the extra content that they've created themselves. But it is probably worth calling out that a lot of that now is included on, you know, Microsoft Learn, isn't it? You know, um, it's 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 in microsoft's best interest for you to pass as many exams as possible right you know it reinforces their pool of you know um certified and trained uh professionals so um i i do feel like they're giving you as much assistance as they possibly can really yeah they're giving you a head at sort of a the starting run aren't they that you know if you learn this stuff and then you need you might need to then go further and get other information like i said i don't think it gives you everything i think you even need to run it in you know in a in the real world or in at least in a demo environment or test environment um or yeah maybe additional um learning from books courses etc um to finish off that sort of but i remember doing a um a course and it was for one of the older exams i think it's a windows server 2008 some time ago um and they basically said here's this massive book we're going to go through it basically and run through the labs and everything which is great um but this won't this won't make you pass the exam you've got to then do all this other stuff to do you know to do it um but i think that sort of um requirement has definitely come down more from from that type of exam because they were some of the older ones these new role ones definitely fit with what you're doing kind of thing, rather than being here's a technology and like Windows Server 2008 and you need to learn everything about it. 
kind of thing. Yeah, I I remember when I did my advanced SharePoint 2007 development <laughs> um, course. We went on site, and we got we got given a like a folder, um, kind of like it was the materials had been printed out. They'd been punched and you know put into a folder, and then we'd literally turn each page, um, but we didn't actually do any of it if that makes sense right like as in all it was is going through the content basically right and it was like because we used to make uh what they called sharepoint parts or something i can't remember what they're called i don't really do sharepoint <laughs> anymore uh but they were like, i think they were called sharepoint parts and that was like you know your your grid system and like all of your controls that you'd build and things like that and we were reading like line by line like dot asp.net basically code and then in order to pass the cert you had to like regurgitate how you would write them and i can't remember it was a long time ago um and i can't remember like what the actual final assessment was i don't know if it was just foundational training with no ex there must have been because i got a, 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 i got a um certificate but that my point being is we're not there anymore like this is all online <laughs> it's all um you know um it's all well it's mainly consumed um you know remotely um on demand right so from 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 that perspective i think it's good for, especially for working professionals you can you can prep for these over a long period of time well as long as you need really and fit it in and around um you know other stuff that you're doing you know yeah definitely and also when you get them these these certifications um you can they need to be renewed every two uh well starts off with initially you get it for two years and they need to renew every year and you get six months in advance to renew it for for it and that that is quite an interesting sort of process in that um when it first came out we thought we had to you know in effect reset the exam or maybe a subset of it or something like that but it's a it's a multi-choice question bit but it's part of the Microsoft learn page and in effect you can go in and do a reassessment and basically it's, it's asking you all the some questions again so some, some you know, tw uh, I think it's like 25 26 27 questions um you don't have to, it's not a um it's, it's open book it's far as i'm aware and you don't have to you know you don't have to be you're not being monitored and things like that. Like the main exams um it's almost like a refresh to make sure you understand what's changed and, and that you're still you still have the core knowledge um so you can just run through those and you get quite a few tries of that um renewal um and then once you've done that you get it for another year and then you just keep going until the the stiff the cert is um retired and then you can do your final one. So I think they've just done that with MS500. Um, you can't take it anymore. And we can still renew till this November, December, I think it is. And then it, it you know, it, it, it retires now because it's, it's not needed anymore. It's been replaced with other stiff, um, other certs and things like that. So you can keep, you know, keep your knowledge up to date, keep validating it to prove that you still know what it is. So you don't have to worry about it expiring for those. And the, foundational ones the the 900 series are um they don't have an expire on them so that's quite good as well 
Nice. Thanks for that, Alan. Um, is there any bits that we've missed or anything else that you want to cover? Yeah, we we haven't talked about the applied skills yet. Okay. So the new thing that came out very recently, I think like within a month ago, within a month, I think. Um, so Microsoft brought out these um, applied skills accreditations. Um, and this is um, actually, uh, this isn't necessarily about the, the, the info about the technology, but it's actually proving that you can deploy the technology or use the technology. Um, so this is in effect um, a uh, a lab. So they spin up a lab for you um, when you take these assessments and you have two hours to, to in effect, take them. Um, and Microsoft basically give you a, a task list um, of what to deploy um, and uh, specific requirements for it and then you go off into the azure portal or the power platform portal etc depending on what type of the exam it is and you start creating resources and configuring them especially you know up specifically to how microsoft have asked you to and then as you do that once you complete it um you click you they they then i'm guessing run some um api calls or PowerShell or something like that to then query the environment to prove that you've got you know, you've built it as they've asked, and then you get a score. So I think this is more of a uh, rather than uh, being worried about taking exams and and being certified, this is proving that you can actually do the do kind of thing. You know, so one of them is you know setting up um, Microsoft Sentinel um, and things like that. And there's, a, there's another Power Platform one in there as well, and um, securing your network, uh, securing your environment with, um, you know, Azure networking. I think it's another one in there. I think there's only eight at the moment, eight or ten of them, um, in various areas um, for now. But like I said, they've only come out a month ago. So, um, and yeah, you get a badge for it. Um, you can put it up onto, um, you know, LinkedIn things like that. So, again, that's probably very useful to have on, you know going for other jobs to prove that you know you you have the capability at least to do a basic install of some of this technology or use some of it rather than just being i know i know the knowledge so i guess it's just hitting it from the other side now yeah and like you say it's um a little bit more specific you know scenario based isn't it so yeah if um if 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 you don't want to go into that you know uh, prep for a whole you know exam across you know and and arguably some of those exams are quite wide wide ranging in the technologies mm -hmm. aren't they yeah. right um so um so if you do have one niche area i suppose these can also be really helpful to sort of uh, prove out that capability can't they without having to maybe stretch yourself too thin potentially or um have to uh, prep as much um for it yeah, definitely. So um, I took, I think I took my um, my first one this morning um, to to at least have you know first hand experience on on taking it. So it was really good. Quite enjoy, I did enjoy it. So, so yeah, but um, but yeah, I don't think there's anything else around certification training. Um, you know, as a you know, you've got the different various ways of getting you know certified or accredited, including the new the skills uh, applied skills. Um, 
and the way you the play the way you get there i think is based on you know, whatever suits you as a and your learning sort of techniques um from there so yeah nice thanks for that alan that was yeah really good um always good to talk about certs and yeah it's um there's there's a lot to lot to go through there so yeah it's a big topic yeah definitely um Okay, Sam, so what's next week? Um, next week, um, I'm going to be coming covering Azure container apps. Um, there, there is a few different ways to do um, containerization um, and management of containers in Azure. Um, Azure container apps is a um, it is one of those options. Um, and um, I'll, I'll take you through start to finish, um, especially if you're comparing uh, different ways um, to, to to sort of deploy in Azure. I will cover that a little bit, but I may do a se completely separate episode um, on that topic. Okay, cool. So because Ignite is next week as yes. well, I think we're going to try and do either a live episode or at least record whilst I'm out there at crazy night times of the day for one of us. We will try to produce something next week. Um, that's for sure. We've got a few ideas. So it will either be an Ignite recap, either live or recorded, not sure yet, um, or it will be Azure Container Apps, less likely that it's that um or we may not produce anything <laughs> next week until alan's back the following week but let's just um we'll see how we go yeah i think it'd be that'd be interesting wouldn't it let's try and do a live one let's see if we can do it <laughs> cool okay so did you enjoy this episode if so please do consider consider to leave us a review on apple or spotify really helps us to reach more people like you. Uh, if you have any specific feedback or suggestions, we have a link in our show notes that you can get in contact with us. Yeah, and if you've made it this far, uh, thanks very much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Yeah, thanks all.